Hello, Peak City. Welcome to the Peak City Podcast, your community service broadcast for all things Apex since 2016. This is Shane Reese, and if you're joining us from outside of Apex, thanks for listening. Come see us. Thanks to Peak City Sound for the music. Find out more at peakcitysound.com. And make sure to find out about all the great things going on downtown through the Apex Downtown Business Association at apexdowntown.com. It's really great to have these two guests in the studio, and today they'll basically have to split a mic, and they don't mind too much because they're married. Let's meet Alexis and Leif Jensen. Thanks for coming by today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You know that you guys are the big news we've been hinting about on this podcast and on social media. You, this is what we've been we teasing for a while. Here. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. This is good stuff. Uh, Life is the project manager at the Bowerbird Agency here in Apex, and Alexis is executive director of the Apex Farmers Market, also located here in Apex. And the reason I'm excited to have them on today is because starting this year, they will join the Peak City Podcast as co-hosts. But first, there are guests on this episode. So let's first meet the Jensen family. What brought you to Apex? And then I want to learn more about the Apex Farmers Market that's really picked up momentum. So let's see what brought us here. A couple of years ago, we found out that we were having another little one. Big surprise and very exciting surprise. And at that time, we loved Portland. It was a great place, but we just were ready for a new adventure. This is Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Yes. I'm from Portland originally, and my husband's from Washington State. So he had already moved. I had never moved in my entire life, lived within a 20-mile radius, basically. So the universe tossed us a curveball, and we decided to move across the country (laughs) Uh, (laughs) to a place we had never been. We moved to the Raleigh area because it looked really great. It checked off all the boxes. It it had all the things. Uh, We had never been here before, but it looked great on paper. And when we came, we visited Apex. We came in to have some dinner and sort of fell in love with it right away and had a feeling that this was going to be the spot for us. Yeah, I think we sat outside on on Salem Street and we, it looked like a Norman Rockwell painting to us. Yeah. You know, like it was just, we're not used to it. And yeah. um, it was just kind of perfect. And we continued to look around when we got here, but it just kind of hung on to us. And we decided that this was, this was the place. And yeah. tell us a little bit about the Jensen family. You mentioned <clears throat> another one, but you guys are in your 30s, you're married, and then you have kids. Talk about that. I'm, I'm pushing 40. I'm going to be 40 this year. Um, yeah, we have a, a 16-year-old daughter who just finished driver's ed, and we have a two-and-a-half-year-old son um, who did not. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what he does. but So, yeah, we have a lot, nice little split in age. It's a lot of fun, actually. They have a really great relationship, which is really fun to watch. And they were the big reason to prompt us to make the move. You know, we wanted to have better schools for our kids. We wanted to kind of see some diversity, which wasn't really around where we were. And so that was it. They were the big reason. I think it's really interesting when you when you said that about sitting on Salem Street and it looked like a Norman Rockwell painting. To us, East Coasters, I mean, it, unpack that a little bit. I don't even like that word, but for lack of a better word, what does that mean to you? Or tell me what that means. Well, I think. We just don't have the history on the West Coast that that is just so readily available here. And when you sit on a street like this and all the buildings are the same age and you have a beautiful church and a steeple at the end of the road and the sun is out, you know, people are smiling. It's it's just it didn't look like any of the neighborhoods we grew up around, you know, at least for me. I mean, I grew up in very rural areas of Washington and uh, it was high desert, you know. Most of the streets were paved, I guess, but it wasn't. <laughs> anyway, so I think um, 
part of it's just feeling like you're in that history a little bit. And my mom always loved Norman Rockwell. And <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and it just kind of made me think of that. It's like, it felt like USA small town. Right. You know, and it's that small town charm. It is. Yeah. It is. It was kind of perfect. It's exactly what we realized that we were looking for, I think. And we're going to come back to why you guys are the perfect co hosts moving forward on the Peak City podcast. And that's a big part of it is, quite frankly, I've been here a long time. And so I'm always interested in meeting new neighbors and offering a big welcome. And I feel like you guys bring a complementary and inverse perspective. Talk a little bit about that. What's interesting about the shift from where we, to me, and we've had a lot of talks about this at home, the contrast of, of West Coast to East Coast and city to small town and the history in it, what I really notice the most is the connection that people have. Uh, in the city, it's great. And I loved living in the city and I wouldn't really engage in a conversation with anybody all day. You just kind of whiz past. Right. You don't chat with the checker. Right. You, you, you just get your stuff done and you head home. Here, you got to budget your time for some chatting. <laughs> you, you, know, you know the checker's kids. Yeah. You know where they're at college. You, right. know, you know the stories of the people that you see every day. And it's that small town feeling that you see. And I think that it gives people a pause in just the way they engage in the community. Because you can sit on Salem Street and you can almost imagine you know, a hundred years ago right. and it looks the same. And I think that people engage differently amongst that. Did it catch you off guard? Everybody waving at you when you first came here? Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a big one. I think that the waving and then I think just the amount of time that you could spend in a restaurant before you actually see somebody, yeah. you know, or like, because, because it felt like, you know, before where we're from, they're like, get in, get out, you know, in, and it, it would feel pushy now, you know, like for, but when we first got here, we were just like, come on, everybody. we got some stuff to do. But as it turns out, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> and, and they were right. We could have just hung out for a while. So you grew a new appreciation for community and you've already found your place in this community and it's only, it's only growing. You know, there's a lot of overlapping goals between the farmer's market and the Peak City podcast. Talk a little bit about what that resurgence has meant from the Apex Farmer's Market and what's going on in 2019? The Farmer's Market, it's just an amazing community of people. There's always been a Farmer's Market in Apex mm -hmm. uh, and this particular organization that took it over five years ago really took it over with the goal of revitalizing it and having that be this example of the vibrancy of the community. So with that goal in mind, I think they've delivered that and it's a very vivacious market and event every week. The vendors that we have, they have vendors that have been here since the beginning and new vendors coming every year, which is a really, really exciting thing to know that we're still growing and we have space to grow because the town has been amazing at supporting the market. So they really make sure that we get the support that we need to keep going. Uh, the farmer's market really is intended to be a community gathering space. It is an example of the status of a community. And it is every Saturday, a bunch of people coming together to shop local products, to share food together, to listen to music, to let kids run around the courtyard. And it is a great way for communities to find out what's going on. It's a great way to kind of tap in and see your neighbor, find out what the local businesses are up to, 
And it's also a really great way for local businesses to get started. So you have this point. consumer and business space coming together. And we get to be that spot that facilitates that meeting point. So beyond just serving the community in a fun event, come and spend time with your neighbor way, we get to elevate our local businesses and grow. So when people come to the market, they spend their money and it stays in their community, which doesn't happen that often anymore. And right. that's a really, really big thing. And I, one of the things that I'm trying to impress upon people this year and moving forward is keeping our money here. Economic retention. Growing, economic retention. Yeah. And, and that really is what the markets are all about. All farmers markets mm -hmm. is really about keeping our money where we are. And, and growing what we have here. And, and it's, it's great. It's a really beautiful thing. Talk about what plans you have for the Apex Farmers Market in 2019. Okay, so we're very excited. Food is the connection for the Farmers Market. It's a food alliance, and we're tapping into that idea this year. So we will be starting with the Apex Eats, once a month celebration of food and NC Ag. So once a month, we will be partnering up with some vendors and local chefs in the community to raise money for our organization and also just to provide an event and a reason to come together and share a meal with your neighbor. So I think it's every third Saturday is when we have it. You come $10 a plate, you sit down next to your neighbor and you eat something that was grown, prepared, produced in your community. Very cool. It's going to be a really great live music. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really fun. And that overlaps directly into some of the stories you guys will be telling. We'll talk a little bit about some of the stories you plan to cover in 2019 and beyond. The big part for me in, in this community that I've really found, and it was a part of our lives in Portland also and that we sort of have carried over, is the makers in the world. Food is a huge part of our passion in our house and our lives and, and my job at the farmer's market. So I'm really drawn to how food builds bridges with people and it connects people and people can sit and share a meal together that have different upbringings, mm -hmm. religious, political mm -hmm. views. We can all come together and share a meal um, and learn something about it. You learn a lot about a person when you know what they're eating and what they grew up eating. That's a big storytelling moment right there. So And to be open to trying other. Exactly. It's an expansion of yourself to share and eat something that somebody else has prepared for you. So I really want to talk about that more and kind of share the idea of who's in this community, who's making things, who's making food, what are they making? Where did they get that? Is that a family recipe? You know, how can you make that? What do you need? Where do you need to go? Is there a special spot for that? And, um, and, and just the local makers of everything. There's a lot of really beautiful craftspeople here in the community. And they're crafts that have been here since the beginning, you know, and learning about that and sharing that with everyone. Very cool. Life. We had some good conversations about this podcast and its mission. When we were all talking about what 2019 and beyond will look like, you said, you know, who is your target audience? What's that profile? And I started describing this person, this parent who maybe works full time, maybe the other parent works part time, or maybe both are working. You've got some kids, you're driving probably RTP and back you know, you're in traffic, but you don't have hours to listen and you probably need something a little longer than maybe three or four minutes. It hit me. You are really the target audience. So talk a little bit about what you're looking for in a podcast as now being a co-host of this podcast. You know, I think you're absolutely right. First of all, I look for content for my commute. I look for something to entertain me. And Alexis and I have a joke that our house is a bummer free zone. Um, in that the content that we try and take in is usually 
of a happier nature if we can, you know, yeah. um, something positive, something um, constructive, constructive. Yeah. It's hard to watch or listen to heavy reality at times when life around us feels heavy anyway. So I'm so interested in learning about the community, this history. There's a rich history here that I know I know nothing about. I'm assuming at the rate that Apex is growing, the majority of people know nothing about. Over half of this town, based on the last town survey, have been residents of Apex five years or less. A lot of new people. Yeah, here. a lot of new people. Um, a lot of new people and, to meet. And to meet and to learn from and to, to share things with. I'm excited to learn more about the educators here. We were talking about, in a lighter way, some of the bigger issues, you know, like raising a young man today, right. raising a young girl today, you know, talk to some parents, talk to some people in the community and just find out how it's going. Like, what, <laughs> what would you do? Because I'm doing it wrong. Type of thing. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. So, like I said, I really want to learn about the town and I want to share the town as I learn it, the people and the things in it. The Peak City Podcast, as you know, is not a money-making project. And in fact, it was designed to be a community service broadcast that's eventually going to be ownerless, but we have to shepherd it to get it there, right? And as you guys said, you want to focus on some of the local leaders in town, the businesses, the makers. In order to do that, we'll probably need to leave the studio, just two mics and a uh, mixing board and get it out into the community. And so we will be selecting sponsors on occasion in order to get us out into the field. Give us the pitch. What does a sponsor need to hear for what we're trying to do? As you said, we're growing and people are coming here and, and that's great. It's a beautiful space and we want to share it. And local businesses really benefit from the people here that live here already and the newcomers knowing the most about the community, really understanding it. The more you know about something, the better you can engage with it. So as local businesses want the area to grow, we've got to all chip in a little bit in different ways. And really for us to be able to get a little bit here and there to make those stories happen, to spread the word, to grow the content, to share our story, a little bit counts and it matters. And it also, it's a contribution. You get to contribute to your community in a totally other way. I think that's a great way of putting it. I was just going to point out again that this is not a money-making project. This is something that will not pay any of the people who are hosting this uh, or producing it. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, and in all seriousness, um, this is a way that we can make this where hopefully local businesses can buy in and not be paying anybody's salary, but be able to say, you know what, we help chip in for those field mics or maybe for that recorder. What's some of the content you guys hope to release in February or March? Well, we're starting off by teaming up, and I think we have a pretty good idea about starting with some makers of food and pastry that we really want to talk to, and I think they, they have some amazing stories to share and recipes to share, hopefully. Yeah, oh, long-time uh, residents of the area. So people who have some stories, they've seen Apex grow dramatically and have roots here. So we want to share some roots for a while before we start talking to some newcomers and hearing about their roots also. Well, I know that I'm really excited to hear that. And I know that there are people who listen to the Peak City podcast excited for new content. Alexis and Leif, thanks for coming on the show. And thanks for co-hosting some new shows coming in 2019. Thank you for Thank having you. us. This is the Peak City podcast. I'm Shane Reese. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get yours. Thanks for listening. Get ready for more of the Peak City podcast and we'll see you around town. Peak City.